You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Hi, I'm Maggie McAllister. And I'm Audrey Sears. And you are listening to the monthly side saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 7th, episode 3132. This episode is brought to you by Flat Rock Distilling and McAllister Saddlery. Good morning, horse world. On today's show, we'll be talking with Delaney Kenny and Kat Mouts. We're going to chat about the upright horn, um, how my side saddle saved my life. Um, and of course, where in the world is Maggie? And I have a daily Winnie. My daily Winnie is a birthday Winnie. And it goes out to Audrey, whose birthday was March 1st. Birthday, Yay, Audrey. Audrey. Yay. <laughs> I'm old now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it uh, is what it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm me. No, no. But you were my age once. That's what my uncle likes to say. But, anyways, <laughs> anyways, we have a word of the day. Our word of the day is upright horn. And this is not the horn that. Like on a Western saddle, don't don't use it like that. That would be horrible. Actually, don't do that. <laughs> Maggie, would you like to tell us a little bit about the upright horn? What is it? Where is it? How can it come yeah. to be? Well, the upright horn is it. It describes it's the the of the side saddles two horns. It is the one that sticks straight up. It's also known as the upright head the standing head, the fixed head, um, because it doesn't move. The leaping horn, you know, you can swivel it a little bit to adjust to your stirrup length and all that. Um, but the upright horn, and that's the one that holds you on the most. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that, uh, I think we've talked about it before, that the saddles of 150 years ago didn't have a leaping horn. So the upright horn was what held you on the saddle. Um, so that one needs to be really comfortable because it holds, um, your thigh in place and it, it needs to fit you. Yeah. Uh, and you can, otherwise that you with, with a queen, yeah. but otherwise you can lose like your entire feeling in your leg. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right foot goes numb. So I think, I, think it, I, my leg fell off somewhere. I don't know. So if you're looking at a normal astride saddle, so we'll think of an English saddle right now for just discussion. It's at the pommel, but a little off to the side of it. Um, Typically with your regular side saddles, it would be on the left side of the pommel, basically, because the leg that goes up and forward. So it would be your right leg um, on a regular side saddle that goes up and hooks around it and lays on the horse's shoulder. Um, If it was a Western saddle, if you're thinking of a regular astride Western saddle, this would be located where the swells would be on a Western saddle. It's just at that pommel 
and just off to the side um, of the left-hand side. And it's the, the part of the upright horn that is, in my opinion, super unique is it's actually part of the tree. So your saddles are built on a regular tree. And unlike every Western saddle I've ever seen, the horn is sometimes part of the swells and the swells are put on the tree itself. But in this case, the upright horn is part of the tree. Like it's, it's so amazing. It looks like some, at least like, it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it kind of just looks like if it, if you strip a side saddle down Western or English, it kind of looks like a warthog. Cause it's got like the, the horns and little teeth tusks and so on. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, the, in, in a well-made side saddle, yes, the upright horn is part of the left side of the saddle. Mm-hmm. Like the, the long piece of wood that comes down around the horse's barrel. The upright horn is part of that big, long piece. Now in some of our less desirable import saddles, the upright horn is basically nailed onto the tree. So you imagine very much pressure. Um, Yeah, we've had some of the, um, I'm not going to use the word type of saddle, um, where the, the top horn broke with the rider in the saddle. Oh my word. Yeah. One of our, um, one of our um, jousting members, they were doing the mounted games, uh-huh. you know, the part where they're all beating the snot <laughs> out of each other with pool noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, her top horn broke and dumped her out in the middle of the arena. So for everyone um, who's never really ridden in a side saddle, when you ride in a side saddle, one of the main components when you're riding is you have to put a little bit of pressure in that leg and push against the upright horn and use your ankle to push against the horse to kind of create like a like a wedge, if you will. And that's how you sit. That's how you stay seated in the side saddle. Um, when like you do fast stops or goes or whatever, then you'll press into your leaping horn. And that's why it's super important that you should have a leaping horn on your side saddle. So if you don't, you better get one. Um, but <laughs> the upright horn that if it's gone, you're gone. <laughs> yes. My upright horn saved my life this past weekend. Um, I hadn't ridden at all since the last Christmas parade we did. And it was Saturday was just a beautiful day. We had our um, quarterly Southern Ohio Ladies Aside um, business meeting in Columbus. And my granddaughter, Katie, and I, we were driving back home. And she says, you know, we've got time to go ride today before it gets dark. Smart girl. I'm like, yeah, we do. (laughs) Let me call your papa. So I got Brian on the phone. I said, hook up the trailer. We're on our way home. Uh, I knew we'd had a pretty bad windstorm a few weeks ago, and I knew our trails here would be just a mess. I had high hopes for the the state park trails, so hook the trailer up. We're going. So we pulled in the driveway. We're grabbing the horses, scraping the top layer of mud off, throw them in the trailer. Down the road we went um, to Paint Creek State Park, which is just down the road, and it's a fairly flat trail there's a few little ups and downs but nothing too challenging for a bunch of out of shape horses and riders <laughs> yeah i'm on wyatt um if you ever see the pictures of our group and you see a, a big bay with a tongue hanging out that's why that's why that's why um so i'm on him 
we are getting right across this little stream. It's maybe four or five feet across. I mean, he's going to have to get his feet in the water, but it's not. I don't think the water would have been over the top of his hoof, but there was just a little bit of mud that he was going to have to step into before he stepped in the water. And he was arguing with me about it. He's usually pretty good, but you have to just wait until he decides that it was his idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's just in a side pull bridle. So, you know, I don't have a whole lot of control, although, you know, he's way more woe than go. Um, he's the one I was riding in Dayton when the shots were fired and I'm trying to kick him with my house slippers on. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I'm trying to keep him aimed at the Creek and I've got, I've let him have a little bit of rain so he can get his head down and see where I want him to go. And all of a sudden he rocked back on his haunches, spun around and leaped up the side of the bank. Oh no. It was probably three or four feet straight up the side of the bank. And I'm like, I had no idea he had this much energy. <laughs> athleticism. <much less> athleticism <laughs> to pull this off. I missed my grab for his mane. Oh no. And I am laying back on his rump. <laughs> holding on with just the horns of my saddle and praying that I could ride this out. <laughs> he came to a stop at the top of the bank and, the, and I've still got a hold of the rain. So I felt no guilt in pulling myself up by his head, <laughs> but it was just, you know, it just, it was a glorified halter. So I, I know I wouldn't hurt him. And he stood there like, sorry, mom, didn't do that. <laughs> like, Oh, my abs got such a workout. Just, trying not to roll off backwards and hold myself up. But yeah, my upright horn and my leaping horn, but mostly the upright horn, because if I hadn't had a death grip, um, yeah, we were coming off. <laughs> so yeah, near death experience, but uh, turned him around and said, now we are going to do this. son." <laughs> he says, yes, mom, we are. <laughs> and the rest of the ride was lovely. We had a great time, but yeah, that's, if I had been astride, one leg on each side, I definitely would have come off. Yeah, you, you'd you have been in the mud. There was nothing holding me on. Um, and that's pretty than, fantastic of a maneuver for Wyatt. He's he's pretty one way straight. We're yep. good. You Walk know, down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And he actually spooked on that that ride. Oh, I don't know. Most horses you wouldn't have called a spook, but I know him. And he's like, <laughs> his head came up a little. So <laughs> I bet after at the, at the down tree, I'm like, oh, there's a spook. So did you have any flat rock afterwards? Oh, heck yes. And speaking of bourbon, Flat Rock Distilling Company is located in historic downtown Napoleon, Ohio. They offer bottle sales as well as samples, gifts, and tours. They are the home of Way Jennings Bloody Butcher Bourbon. They hand make moonshine from local ingredients. Like the shiners that came before them, they honor their craftsmanship and tradition with pot distilled small batch moonshines. And watch for their new agave liquor coming out soon. You can find them at flatrockdistillingcompany.com. So for our first guest, we're going to get all the way across the United States here and we're going to go to Oregon. And we're going to talk to Miss Delaney Kin- Kinney, and she's from the 
Columbia River Side Saddle uh, Group. And we're going to talk to her about her club and what she does with side saddle and so on. So welcome, Delaney, to our show. Thank you. Delaney, where exactly is your club located? Oregon's a big state. Um, <clears throat> just outside of Portland, Oregon. What kind of stuff do you guys have planned for this year? Um, so far, we have uh, a few social activities, um, auditing a working at quotation clinic, a uh, tax swap in Canby, the Northwest Horse Fair and Expo in Albany coming up the end of the month, and then a concussion awareness clinic April 1st uh, that we'll be attending. Oh, tell us, um, let's, let's hear about you. What, how long have you been riding side saddle? Um, since 2018. Um, so Delaney, what got you started, um, side saddle? We, uh, came across a side saddle in a local tax swap and, um, thought it was an interesting, uh, new thing to pick up and it's all kind of uh grown from that so just happened into it cool what what was that saddle you still have it um it was no i do not have it uh it was a antique bona allen um side saddle that a local saddler had found and uh, redone and to the best of my knowledge it is still out there uh, being used. Bona Allen, they're from Georgia, I think. One of yes. our members toured, I have a, toured their shop. Yeah, I have a, a stride uh, Bona Allen that's from the 60s that I love. So it was a, it's an interesting piece of piece of history. What's your favorite side saddle? Um, my favorite side saddle, I have a, a Martin and Martin English side saddle that I love and a uh, Amish built side saddle on a steel tree that I, that I love. What's the best, the favorite you've ever ridden in, whether it was yours or not. Mm, it's gotta be the steel. It's the most comfortable saddle I've hard ever ridden in. Steel. It is really <laughs> hard to be a steel. <laughs> And you have traveled a little bit for side saddle. I remember you rode with in the Derby with us the one year in the Kentucky Derby Festival Parade. Yes, that was a lot of fun. That's probably I think that's the farthest I've traveled for um, for a side saddle. But it's fun, and we have a good time. It is. I wish I could do it again. Um, I just have lots of other stuff that time of the year, and <laughs> tends to get in the way. Yeah. The rest of the so, year too. So on a daily basis, what do you ride, Delaney? Because you and I have never really talked. I don't think, um, unless it's like just a regular email. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything. I've. It depends on the horse. I have a uh, three horses that I ride, and so what I ride depends on the horse that's going at the moment and what they like. I have a horse that prefers dressage and trail riding and another one that does uh, Western and obstacles and uh, trail type events. And another one that just likes to 
kind of poke along and <laughs> do whatever. Do whatever. <laughs> do whatever. So I read everything from you know, jumping, dressage, western. So I kind of have applied that to uh, side saddle as well. I do a little bit of a little bit of everything. So do all three of your horses ride side saddle? Um, yes. Ooh, two better than lucky. The last one, <laughs> lucky. <laughs> They're uh, one does uh, is very trained Western, and she really excels um, in Western and took to side saddle uh, no problem. And then my dressage horse. Also likes it. She does a little bit better um, English side saddle, but she tries her hardest. And the mm. third one, I could, but I I don't <laughs> very often. She's kind of a wild card. <laughs> okay, so she just goes there from being there and around to all of a sudden a wild card. I think I need to meet this horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it'll all make sense. Uh, she's a Lipazon Appaloosa cross, and oh my word, oh, why would wow. you do that? <laughs> I was like you should have led with that it it was on purpose uh (laughs) I owned her mother and uh I knew her I knew the stallion and the owner of the stallion really liked my mare and wanted this cross and then I ended up with the foal and um so she's a really great horse but she's a little quirky and uh she was orphaned at six weeks old, so she thinks I'm mom. And so it's kind of a complicated Aww. relationship. <laughs> yeah, I've, okay. I've got an orphan too. Yeah. <laughs> so out of the three different horses, which one, you said you can kind of all ride them all side saddle. Which one is your go-to side saddle horse and specifically why why do you choose that horse is it because of a saddle fit is it because of a training is it because you just feel more comfortable on that horse like I really want to know um I probably so I stole my mother's horse that um for slide saddle and she's a lovely little uh quarter horse paint and she's short so that's her biggest um accomplishment for side saddle is she's super easy to get on (laughs) she's also very well trained (laughs) and so she's like 15 hands before the farrier comes and so she's super easy to get on and she tries her hardest and will do just about anything for you so she's just a joy to ride (laughs) her biggest accomplishment well um coach jen i think you said you had a couple of questions I do have a couple of questions. Early on in this little conversation, uh, you told us about some of the things coming up for your local American Side Saddle Association club. And what struck me is the variety of things that you guys are going to do. So as a club, how do you guys choose what you're going to do as a club? Does the whole club get together and vote? Do you throw bits of paper in a hat? How does that work? Um, it's kind of just by throwing out there what people are interested in and then seeing if there's enough interest for it to be a club event or not. Um, we don't. There's not a lot of side saddle specific activities here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so you kind of have to get creative about applying side saddle to other equestrian events. Um, mm-hmm. 
which has been fairly successful for us. Um, so we just kind of see what everybody's interested in and try to accommodate as many um, interests as possible. Well, that's pretty cool. Also, my next question are as a club or maybe for you personally, any event or venue or facility that's on the bucket list in the perfect world, if you had the time and the money that you guys would do as a club? <laughs> um, if we had all the money in the world, um, uh, I, for me at least, it would definitely be going to uh, the UK and getting to uh, experience their level of side saddle and um, oh yeah, I'm going with you. There you go. <laughs> so I'm going. That with would you. that would be mine yeah. personally. Interesting. Yeah, that would be. I think I would agree with you. I don't know nearly as much about side saddle as anybody else here. But I think I would agree with you going to Great Britain and immersing myself a little bit into the side saddle culture there would be pretty cool. And I'm not even a side saddle rider, except for I think once I sat in a side saddle and went, oh, my God, this is odd. I love learning about it, even if I don't do it. So England, that's neat. See, we're going to put that out into the side saddle atmosphere that the side saddle community in the United States needs to band together and figure out a way to go to England for a little vacay and a little immersion therapy. Yeah, I like it. If I could get my travel agent to work on this and come there up you with go. a package that doesn't break the bank. There you go. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> well, awesome. thanks for stopping by and chatting with us. This has been a lot of fun. Well, thank you for having me. And remind everybody how they can get a hold of the Columbia River Side Saddle Club. Columbia River Side Saddle. That's all you need. There you go. The American Side Saddle Association was formed in 2008 to promote, preserve, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The ASA wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among the equestrian public. The American Side Saddle Association is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participate in parades and demonstrations around the United States. Find us on Facebook or at the American Side Saddle Association.com. You can also check out the American Side Saddle Association's new book that we published last year, Dress and Tack Guidelines. It's available on Amazon. Our next guest is Kathleen Mounts, or Cat, as we call her. Cat um, Mounts, I love it. Um, anyway, <laughs> hi, Cat. What have you been up to in the side saddle world lately? I'm working on bringing up a new side saddle horse. Ooh. What breed? Yeah, one of my Mustangs. I knew it. <laughs> so tell us how it's going. Um, it's been going really good. Uh, she's a three-year-old. So it just, it, she was a tip challenge horse that I got two years ago. And we're just working on, you know, the basics, the groundwork. Um, we've had the side saddle on a few different times. I've taken her to a few in-hand shows under side saddle and she did great. 
didn't bulk at, you know, stuff sticking out around her. So that was exciting. It means I did my job right. Good. Okay. And so, you are in a leadership role in which club? Um, the Friends of the West. Friends of the West. And you are located in Idaho, right? I am. Central Idaho, yes. All right. Does the, the club weather? is the club only in Idaho or do you guys have members in other states around? No, you? we have members in multiple states around us. Okay. So that would be like Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, right? Yeah, do those right. Correct. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think there's it's it's a big huge hub around us. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I think I did those all right. <laughs> I think you did, yes. <laughs> I I lived part of my life in Wyoming. I should know where Idaho is. <laughs> People still get lost. Well, it's easy to get lost everywhere. out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you tell us, like, I want to go back to those Mustangs a little bit, because when I first met you, you told me that you did the Mustang makeover, which I just think is amazing. I I can't wrap my head around that. That's one of kind of, my dreams that I've always wanted to do, but there's no way I'd be good at it. <laughs> um, so I don't want to do it, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about why Mustangs for side saddle. Like, are they better at it? Or are they worse at it in your experience? Like, I really wanted to pick your brain a little bit about that. Well, I ride multiple breeds. So we have a paint horse that I have ridden side saddle, which is my daughter's horse. I ride an international buckskin horse, which is my main side saddle horse. Um, but my main horse is getting old. So I've got to start bringing up some younger horses because it's either geriatrics or babies in my world right now. <laughs> um, so I decided with my first um, Mustang Mania Tip Challenge horse that I was going to keep her and I was going to make her worthwhile and that'd be my next saddle horse. So, and so up- we're working on getting. Sorry, I was going to say back up just no, a little bit. You keep saying tip challenge. Can you explain to me what that is? I, I have no clue. <laughs> okay, so the difference between the tip challenge and the makeover. Makeover, they auction the horse at the end of the show. Where okay. the tip challenge, they have the option to either keep the horse after the 100 days or they can reassign or rehome that animal with a training fee. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that would definitely be my way of going. (laughs) Yeah. I'd get too attached to it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'd get too attached to it. So you said you ride a buckskin and you've got a paint and so on. Is this your first Mustang to do side saddle? Um, yes, this will be my first one that I have gotten to do all the training on and get her underneath that side saddle. Um, I know I've done a good job when I can throw it up there and she just kind of turns around and goes, mom, what's this? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Let's just go. So any, um, any trainer, cool horse. sorry, I was going to say any trainer when their horse gets stuff on and they're like, okay, we're doing this today. Like that's, that's just an amazing feeling. So you can continue. It is. It was a really good feeling, especially when, you know, people weren't expecting a side saddle to show up in a costume in hand class. And I walk in there in full Victorian with my saddle 
<laughs> and they're like, okay, we can go with this. Huh. Wow, and I bet that was beautiful. kind of stole the show, and I was like, oops, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yes, you did. That's why we ride side saddle. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh-huh. Well, I tried it on the wild side, okay? <laughs> So how is it comparing wise? Are they smoother? Are they smarter? Do you like it better than your buckskin? You know, each horse has its own attitude and everything. I think the Mustangs are just more coherent. Um, They learn a little faster sometimes because they're not bred to do one specific discipline or they're not bred to be a racing horse or the cow cutting. They're versatile. So... Um, this isn't my first one that I've gotten to work with and stuff, but, um, we now have almost a full herd of Mustangs. So I guess we've gone from papered horses to wild papered horses. <laughs> so, that's um, okay. I love them. They've got lots of character. Not one horse is ever the same, which is really nice. Um, it just gives you that challenge all the time and it keeps you on your toes. So you kind of get in that oh, this is just my everyday horse. I can go do anything. There's always something that they do that shocks you. Yeah. So how long have you been doing side saddle? If you've been doing all this stuff with the Mustangs, what made you want to just do side saddle? Because that Mustang and side saddle to me don't go hand in hand, at least to (laughs) me. (laughs) Like When I think Um, side saddle, I don't think Mustang. I've been doing side saddle, uh, I think it's now almost, four years, three or four years, something like that. Wow. Um, my daughter and I just decided to go have fun, do a trial, and we had such a great time. We decided to start riding more of it, and I really enjoy it. It doesn't hurt my back as much as riding a stride. Um, so I kind of like it, but it also reminds me of where I've missed in my training mm. from a stride versus a side. Because some cues you have to remind yourself aren't there. So you have to learn how to teach your animal that cue. So yeah. I think it's just a challenge for me. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. You're you're absolutely right. And that's something that we don't, at least I, I don't think about that. But you're right. It's It's a neat way to, as a trainer, to learn yourself what you've missed or what you haven't missed. That's that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, I thank you for bringing that to my closer attention. <laughs> You're okay. So you've been doing it for four years. You obviously have Mustangs. Do you ride English side saddle or do you ride Western side saddle? How many side saddles do you have? Well, there is two Western side saddles and then we house one of the ASA uh, English saddles at our place too for cool. people who would like to try one. What are your Western side club. saddles? Are they steels? Are they uh, crest ridges? Which um, ours are a tough one, Royal King. They're both the same brand, just different size seats. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, you said you've got one of the ASAs. Not... Yes, I have one of the ASAs. Um, I used to be up in Oregon for a little bit, and I visited a friend, and we brought it back because they had one too many, and they didn't want to house them all. <laughs> so I said, "Well, I'll bring one to Idaho." You've got and what what one of the nice things about um, American Side Saddle Association that I don't think a lot of people realize most of our regional chapters have um, 
a club owned saddle that is for demonstration purposes for people to sit on. Um, if they do a trade show, it's sitting on a rack so somebody can climb on and see what a side saddle uh-huh. feels like. It if it fits a horse, great. Somebody can ride it and try it out. You know. Yeah. So. the The other neat thing on that point in what Kat just said was that she picked it up from a friend. We have the most amazing network of side saddle pony express riders. <laughs> it's it's kind yes. of amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, I flew up into Portland area. Went up to one of the barns up there that was an ASA family, and we visited for a day. And then I was staying with my friend there, and they brought it back down for me when they came back to Idaho because I was flying. So it worked sweet. out well. That's awesome. I think so, my record is uh, <laughs> I got a saddle from Chattanooga, Tennessee to Polson, Montana, without having to pay for shipping. Awesome. That's a good so, deal. Five yeah, that is a great it deal. Took five different people. Most of them had never met each other. And now everybody's friends. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah for, people was who, for people who don't know, it's around 60 to $80 to ship a side saddle. Oh, it's gone up. Okay. I think when we, we learned that for the one, when we priced it, it was close to $100 to ship it from Oregon to Idaho. Yeah. The, the bigger, heavier, modern ones are, are pushing up a, above $100 now. Yeah. 200 so, from one coast to the other. So of all of the side saddles you've ever ridden, Kat, what has been your favorite and why? Um, My girlfriend, Christy, who's in our club, actually, she was one of the first ones who let me ride her gated horse, which it kind of shocked me. She knew who I was, but didn't know my ability of riding. I've been riding since I was a kid. Um, I got on and she's like, oh, just go try it at a trot. And I tried it at a trot. And this is an English saddle. And next minute she goes, you're loping. Not many people can ride that horse in a lope in that <laughs> saddle. And I was like, if you got your balance, everything's possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I want to say hers might be a steel, but I don't know what it is to be for sure. I'd have to get a hold of her. Yeah. But it was an English side saddle. It was. It was an English. It was an older English side saddle. Um, very flat seated. And I had a great time and it was easy to ride for me. <laughs> yeah. They're surprisingly easy to ride in all side saddles. Yes. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. Mine saved my life last weekend. So. <laughs> there go. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, you'll have to listen to the episode to hear the whole story. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look forward to it. So what would you uh, advice wise give to somebody who's new with side saddle? What would you tell them to do? Don't get discouraged. Um, Keep trying because the first time out of the gate is not always the prettiest. Um, I know that just for a fact. Um, because I, I felt like a, a beach ball sitting on a sand bucket. It didn't feel right, (laughs) but, um, I just keep trying and I've learned things over the last four years that I never thought I would have even dreamed I could do. And now I've gone and barrel raced in my saddle. I've rain done raining classes in my side saddle. 
Um, I've packed flags for opening ceremonies. It's been a, a blast. All right. So Miss Kat, um, can you tell us again what your side saddle club is and where you're located and how we could reach you if we wanted to learn more if we're in that area? Um, yeah, if you're in the area, you can always look me up. Um, I'm in Meridian, Idaho. Uh, the club is called Friends of the West. And I'm always available, you know, for somebody passing by if they just want to stop and say hi or see something. Um, you can always find my information with ASA. Just get a hold of one of the officers and they can definitely get a hold of me or give you my info. Yeah. And does Friends of the West has a Facebook, correct? They do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can so, see it. Just send us a message and we're happy to, to get back with you. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kat, for joining us today. And we hope to see yeah. you at the upcoming banquet. McAllister Saddlery specializes in repairing and restoring all styles of side saddles. Our craftspeople will work with you and your budget to get your saddle back in service so you can get back to enjoying your ride. We also buy and sell side saddles in nearly any condition. Contact us on Facebook or at McAllisterSaddlery at gmail.com. Okay, so I know that McAllister Saddlery can fix up a side saddle you've already got. But what if you don't have one? Everybody's got to start somewhere. So I'm going to tell you where to go get one. Oh, okay. That's helpful. Okay. The Tack Room at American Side Saddle Association. One big long thing. It's um, uh, our Facebook page. You can also find the link on our website, AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. There's a link to the Tack Room there. Um, and you just go to the photos section and click on albums. And each saddle that we have available has its own album. Yeah. Thank you for doing that because there's lots of places that sell saddles <laughs> on Facebook and there's this random hodgepodge of pictures. Thank you for creating an album for each <laughs> saddle. Yeah. And thank you. And each, each album has all the pictures for that saddle. And then the description of the album mm-hmm. talks all about that saddle measurements where she came from if we know what she might be good for price um price um and where she's going to ship from you got a lot of saddles on here girlfriend yeah well I, we get a lot of saddles I try to mark yeah i try to mark the salt the ones that sell as soon as i know that they've sold but at the same time when they're sold it's something that if you're really new to side saddle you can look at that and say i really like that feature or i hate the look of that saddle i don't want to even try it like it it's a really good way to kind of get that taste or the information that you're even sure. looking for leave them up for maybe a week or so and before yeah. it's, when it starts getting cluttery and it's hard to find the ones that yeah. aren't yeah. sold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the terrible. Lillian Shottery that's, Heritage. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Again, that I appreciate gorgeous. these things for artwork, not because I ride them in, and it's beautiful. I want it in my living oh, room. Oh, and, and nothing rides like a Lillian. I mean, the girls that have said that their favorite is something else is because they've never ridden a Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the gross. other cool thing about the side saddle tack room is it's linked to pros like Maggie. So if you like a saddle, you can message them and say, Hey, I like this saddle. Will it fit my horse? And they'll tell you how to size it. 
um, you know, get measurements for your horse and be able to actually tell you if it's, you know, if it's going to be in the ballpark and if it's not, they'll recommend you saddles that are. And sometimes I may even recommend a saddle that's not in the tack room. Yeah, because you know of one someplace else. And the cool thing about this tack room is it really gives you tangible for saddles as far as that's concerned. Like I said, it measurements, cut it out on a piece of paper and you can actually look at it, you know, see it, set it on your horse, that sort of thing. The tack room at the American Side Saddle Association is the name of the Facebook page. And if you can't remember that mouthful, it, there's a link to it on the American Side Saddle Association website, which is really easy to find. You can even spell American Side Saddle Association wrong on your Google and it'll still pop up. So you can mm-hmm. find it that way. And speaking of shopping and learning about side saddles and being able to to pick Maggie's brain, where are you going to be in the near future, Maggie? Oh, Lord. Um, we're starting into our busy, busy spring season. Um, we've got a parade on the 11th in Dublin, Ohio. It's the Dublin St. Patrick's Day Parade. Um, I wish we could go to the real Dublin. but Yeah, that would be um, awesome. Um, but this one actually pays us to ride. So there's half of the operating budget of the side saddle association uh, <laughs> from going to one parade. And it's a nice little parade. If you're in Ohio, go, go check it out. Um, I, I may have glittered the mayor a couple of years ago when I was a safety walker with our group and thought I'd get us uninvited, but he thought it was funny. <laughs> um, we are at a tax swap in uh, Georgetown, Ohio, down on the Ohio River on the 12th. Uh, I get to go to Disney World for a week. Lucky. Um, and we're driving. So our route basically is I-75 um, through Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Georgia, down into Florida. So anybody that wants a private lesson that lives a reasonable distance off I-75, message me. I'll have a couple of saddles in the car with me. I'll stop and teach you a lesson. It'll be awesome. We'll have a ball. Yeah. When she says a couple of saddles, she what she means is she can't use a rear view mirror because of how many saddles are in there. But yeah, yeah she'll have a Jamie, few. Ask Jamie about how we showed up at her house in Oklahoma. <laughs> 15 side saddles fit in the back of my Chevy Equinox. Uh, I put 19 at the last clinic up here in, in, uh, in New York. Yeah, but I didn't have anybody in the passenger seat. No, you didn't have a side saddle in the passenger seat either. It was just a box. I had my luggage. I had my luggage in the passenger seat, which on the other trip that we had two people, our luggage and 15 side saddles. But I knew I wouldn't be able to shop while I were gone because there wouldn't be any place to put anything. <laughs> so like I said, when she means a couple, yes, she will have side saddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then after that trip, let's see. Um, Indiana Equine Roundup, um, March 31st, April 1st and 2nd. And... Audrey's going to be at another trade show in New York. Yep. I'll be at Western New York Equifest um, for March 19th and 20th or so. 18th and 19th. 18th, 19th. 18th and 19th. 
So you can learn more about riding side saddle on our website, americansidesaddleassociation.com, our Facebook page, American Side Saddle Association, or on our YouTube channel. You can follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook or just search for Horses in the Morning. You can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with their free app for iPhone and Android. Go to the App Store and search Horse Radio Network. Thank you to our sponsors, Flat Rack Distilling and McAllister Saddlery. And uh, we'll see you next time, yeah? And for Obliquo. That's Latin for always sideways. Thank you.